All right, welcome to another episode of <laughs> This is episode number 43. Uh, this week we'll be covering our movie of the week, A Quiet Place. And also Street Sharks Season 3, Episode 7, A Shark Among Us. Uh, as always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. So, uh, guys, we are seven episodes away from our 50th episode. I know. Wow. Uh, what would you guys think about possibly doing a live stream of episode 50? Ooh. Oh, I have one taker. You have aroused his uh, curiosity. And, and just aroused me in general. <laughs> uh, what about you, Stu? Would you be interested in possibly doing a live stream? So how does that work? We're just on Twitch doing this or what? Yeah. We, well, we also need to get our Twitch numbers up. By the way, if you, ha- if you guys aren't aware, we do have a Twitch channel. We will be st- we stream at least at this point, once a week on Thursdays at 7 o'clock. And possibly Sunday. Yeah, and possibly Sunday is coming up. And also the live stream for this uh, episode 50, possibly, if you guys are lucky. If this video gets 50 thumbs up oh, wow. and at least one subscriber, <laughs> we'll do a live stream for the 50th episode. And make sure to drop a comment and uh, let us know what game you would like to see us play. Uh, but before we keep going down this road, we're going to go straight into shark diving into our season three, episode seven of Street Sharks. Speaking of arousals, this episode has the blue pill. Uh, they, what do they call them? Bluesies? Uh, the, the shit, I don't remember. If we did this yesterday when we were supposed to, then I would I know, <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, David. Ben... Yeah, what? Ben, yeah, shut David. up. David, God ben, damn it, David. Sorry, I wasn't the one who was trying to push a new code on monday uh on yeah i actually had a question yeah, david go ahead Stu. grill him this is and this is i know we've already dived into the shark zone but uh you mentioned that you just received the requirements that day and you're also supposed to have it done by that day new requirements yeah it must be like a really critical update or else the entire UCI system probably come crashing down. In what world does it become your problem that it took them so long to give you the requirements that you have to get it out that day? In a world where we don't have a fucking BA or a good project manager to do all this shit for us. I see. Oh, I know a really good project manager. Stu. David Chen. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> David Chen's available for all project manager needs. Okay, David. Okay, Mr. Chen. Thanks for coming in. Uh, what do you What do you know about software development? I'm the boss. Oh God, he's right. Wow, you're hired. <laughs> See, dude, nailed it. Wow, dude. Wow. I actually, speaking of jobs, I was really sad that Ben that one time for that esports manager pro- like position. Yeah. I didn't get a. I didn't even get an interview. Well, <laughs> Ben was in charge of that. If what from what I remember, no, it was for the arena. What you didn't trust me. Well, I mean, it was either that or, well, there's a shredder next to me. And, well, I saw the shredder. I mean, two and two, you know? Shredder looks hungry. (laughs) so hard on it. I gave it to Panda Express. I gave it to Wendy's. I don't know. They just don't want you, man. Damn it. No wonder Panda wouldn't hire me again. (laughs) Again? I mean. So, Street Sharks Season 3, Episode 7. In this episode, Ripster goes undercover to find out what is happening with these blue pills that are causing all these kids to roid out and, and get boners. That's right. And get aroused about the Twitch stream for the 50th episode. In in this one, we 
do not have another montage. And we also have the fact that literally every, I don't know for everybody, uh, for the two of you guys, but I feel like everybody that worked that lives in Fission City is just super gullible. I don't get it. I mean, yeah, they they all still believe Dr. Paradigm is like some kind of fucking philanthropist. <laughs> and they believed in this episode that Ripster all of a sudden had like this tussle with his, bu- with his brothers. Hey, and I was totally convinced by that. Yeah. Really? You thought that he was going to turn? Well, yeah, he had the shades and the jacket and everything. Yeah, and the cowboy. <laughs> wait, he already has cowboy boots. But yes, so- there was. That was that was the. That was the part that I knew he was a rebel when he put on the cowboy boots. I didn't even know they were. Have they been wearing shoes the entire time? Well, Streaks has rollerblades. Well, uh, that's not shoes, but okay. Ripster has cowboy boots for some reason. No, uh, just in this episode. I think Jab has uh, like combat army boots, and then Slamu has like football cleats or whatever. So in this episode, during their tussle, uh, during their fight, I think we've kind of figured out like the strength like hierarchy or tier list for the four four sharks. I think Jab is the uh, Jab is probably not the strongest one. It's got to be Slam Moo, right? Yeah, for sure Slam Moo is the strongest. Slam yeah, is the strongest. I think it goes Ripster, Jab, and then I think it might be Streaks is the weakest or Jab might be the weakest. No, I think Which Streaks one? I think Streaks is the weakest, but he's all, but then but he's also the fastest. The fastest. He's the most agile. So, well, yeah, I because mean, of those rollerblades. Like, he could rollerblade on any surface. I've never seen that. If there's a miracle on this show, it's that. Yeah. So I think I, I think it was the is the shark powers that really gave him that ability. <laughs> Without think, it, he would be nothing. I think the way it breaks down on the stat sliders is that Slamu has strength all the way to the right and uh, agility all the way to the left. Yeah, not as, not as agile and kind of clumsy-ish. Ripster has the strength one turned down a little bit with a little more agility. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, sorry, Ripster is like the medium one. He's like he's like middle of the road. Like okay. Um, and then I think Jab has uh, strength. Higher acceleration. Oh, no, that would be Ripster. Yeah, uh, str- strength turned down a little bit less than okay. Ripster with agility uh-huh. a little higher. And then okay. uh, spe- uh, Streaks is just... All agility all the way down and yeah agility all the way up so okay dude i feel like this was a missed opportunity because i know that teenage mutant ninja turtles had uh that the arcade game why was there not a street sharks version of the same game god damn. sharks in time you know it's not often that david makes a good point on this podcast and <laughs> That and this is no exception. That's a terrible. Thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn it! I was about to say, dude, we had the title for this episode. David had a good idea for once. Dot dot dot. Not. Psych. Yeah, but that could be any episode. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time. I come up with all this gold. Okay, Ben. All right, sh- shut up. All right. It's just usually a bad idea without the good idea before it. <laughs> you know, Ben, what I was thinking, though, is like how like Ninja Turtles had uh, like arcade games that were pretty popular, but like the Street yeah. Sharks never had one. Like, what's up with well, that? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, why, why didn't they like capitalize off it like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, I mean, they had, they had toys. Like Sharks in Time or something. Like, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, Sharks in Time. That, that would have been a great game, right? Yeah. Like, come on. They had the whole setup for Sharks in Time. Wow. Unbelievable. Anyways, all right, David, what were you saying? If I had a soundboard, I would pick the, <laughs> the soundboard that had the door closing and then walking away. And then the car starting up. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> okay. Uh, any other thoughts on this episode, guys? 
don't do drugs. Yeah, this whole episode was all about not doing drugs. I wonder if this co- correlated or coincided with the whole baseball like uh, steroid Steroids. thing. And they're like, don't use steroids. Yeah, and his her his like nerdy. Uh, wait, her like uh, what's her name? I think Lena. Yeah. Lena's like nerdy younger brother or Mm -hmm. cousin or nephew or something like that was the one who was using the drugs. And then at the very end, he gets a girlfriend and he goes, Oh, he's healthy living. And I was like, dude, he's also still ripped. Yeah. Yeah, So so win, win. Yeah. No, but he's like, Oh no, you should be for your, your brain and not. Wait. So the moral of the story is you can take steroids as long as you you get big until you get big and then you can stop. And they don't show you four episodes later. He's just completely just sagging all over the place. Yeah, it was funny. When I was watching this episode, I think I missed. I wasn't paying attention during the part where they're like scheming about Ripster going undercover. So when I start when I started paying back attention again, I was like, why is why is Ripster a bad guy now? (laughs) Did he he get gene slammed and mind controlled? That's what I was thinking. But then my. uh my uh, intuition kicked in and was able to deduce what was There's going no on. There's no way Ripster could be a bad guy. There's absolutely no way. He's too pure of heart. <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely right. He's, abs- he's the best. He has the best heart. <laughs> you'd be, a, you'd be amazing. That was a, tr- that, that was a Trump impression. Correct. No, I was trying to, that's how I talk. <laughs> he has the best, uh, I don't even know. I can't. That's getting wow. too sexy. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts before we go ahead and move on? Cue. Cue. All right. Did you guys see anything else this week outside of our movie of the week and uh, Street Shark? Hell yeah. Okay, right. Ben. Uh-oh. Thanks so much for that. Stu, what about you? <laughs> uh, yes. Moving on. Uh <laughs> Excellent. All right. Our box office rundown for this week. Uh, ben, what were you so excited about? If you say Community and Simpsons again, I'm going to mute you and it's just going to be me and Stu the rest of the episode. <laughs> okay. All right. He's getting muted. <laughs> I saw Wild Wild West. All right. I saw Wild Wild West. What? The Will Smith movie? Wait, did you watch this with Bowie? Yeah. How did yeah. I know? How the fuck yeah. did I know? I never got to watch Wild Wild West. All right, huh. you know what? I'm muting him now at this point. Stu, how come we don't get invited to any of these? I don't know. Like, Bowie, I know Bowie. I, you know, Bowie's a friend. I, I know. Kevin, thank you so much for listening to our podcast and helping us and following us on the Twitch stream. We know that we are better friends to you than Ben. Why do you have to keep faking and hanging out with him if we're, we are both available? Yeah. I mean, Bowie, I, I, don't, I didn't want to tell you this, but whenever we're off air, Ben is just dunking on you constantly did you actually mute ben yeah (laughs) he can't even defend himself at this point it's the greatest thing in the world hello okay now he's back back. (laughs) hey let me defend myself all right let me defend myself and that's enough all right so sorry so what was the reason what was the reason you're watching uh wild wild west ben oh let me bring him back in go ahead (laughs) well I was talking with Bowie and we we're trying to figure out some movies to watch and it came across the fact that I, you know, was not allowed to watch a certain subsection of entertainment when I was a child. Say it. And what, which huh? one? Say it. I Just, want you to say it. 
according to my parents, it was movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice, real nice. Shift the featuring blame. bad people. That's that's <laughs> what my parents said. I asked them what that constituted. Bad, like Michael Jackson, bad, or yeah, actually, <laughs> well, according to my parents, yeah. Well, I mean, eighties Michael Jackson. I don't know about after 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 he got his hair on fire, you know. <laughs> But yeah, so I wasn't allowed to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Proud Family, Smart Guy, Sister, Sister, Keenan and Kel, all that. There's some line you can draw between all these shows. They're all 90s sitcoms. Oh, they really didn't like 90s sitcoms. They did not like 90s sitcoms or 90s sitcom stars such as Will Smith. That's right, Stu. So I was not allowed to watch Wild Wild West, even though I got the Burger King toy. I never understood what that toy was. What about MIB? Uh, no, I was not allowed to watch MIB. Well, actually, no. I was allowed to watch that because of Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Wait, why does you say... That's why he was never able to watch Bad Boys. Because it has bad people. Exactly. I feel so, like there's a more subtle sub... like. Stu, I don't feel like he's hitting it. Yeah, there's like some kind of dancing around it. What is it, Ben? Just like Will Smith dances in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Is it dancing actors in the '90s? That is. It is. It really is. I I think it was. I mean, let's see. Oh, is it because it because of Jazzy Jeff? Mm -hmm. Guys, Jeff, man. DJ Jazzy something. They had a beef with Jazzy Jeff. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they tossed him out of the house. So. (laughs) <laughs> I watched Wild Wild West, and I also am now starting to rewatch all of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> what platform is that on? It is on a platform somewhere on the internet that is accessible to both of you. That is illegal. <laughs> no, it is well within my constitutional rights under the Second Amendment. Oh, okay. The right to bear <laughs> bear arms. Will the right to bear wills. Myth. shall not be infringed yeah shall not <laughs> be infringed the right of the people to keep and bear will smith shall not be infringed now modified will smith with a 10 magazine <laughs> <laughs> all right ben how was it for you what was your quick review of uh wild wild west that's pretty damn good i mean will smith man well i've been missing out on this How's he a bad person, mom and dad? How's he a bad person? Wait, so when did you see Independence Day for the first time? With you guys. <laughs> no, it was, I think it was like shortly before I first hung out with you guys. And that's why, like, I what was it? The first time I went with you guys to Vegas and everything? Mm-hmm. Wait, for Evo the first time? Yeah, 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 that time. Yeah. That's when all oh. the, uh, is this glass bulletproof? No, yeah. sir. We had the real Whopper ball. Yeah, and the real Whopper. Oh, my God. Man, we had a real pizza pretzel and everything, man. Let's go back. What other vehicles from the 90s was, did Ben miss out on? It'd be interesting. Kenan and Cal, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and Good Burger. I didn't see the Good Burger movie. I'm going to see the Good Burger. That sounds like a pretty typical Asian upbringing. Uh, <laughs> no, I watched Wild Wild West. I that's true. I didn't. Wow. That. I didn't have that either. So, because my because my parents knew that Will Smith was not a bad guy. He was a good guy. That's right. I don't think I watched too much stuff. One thing I've been watching on YouTube a lot, though, which which kind of planted this idea, incepted it into my head. That much Inception. No, no, I've been watching a lot of uh, Drunk History, um, and that 
And then I was like, man, we should do a drunk episode. That would be awesome. But well, jokes on you. If I've been doing drunk episodes for the past 43 episodes, you don't know. I mean, like shit face can barely talk drunk. Oh, well, like, I'm happy there. Yeah. So I think that would be pretty fun. I don't know how we work the logistics out, but that would be, <laughs> I don't know that it just sounds like it'd be a good time. It is always a good time. I am totally down for that. Maybe that's how we get Sean on here. Yeah. We just have to get super lit. Yep. Super lit. What about you, David? What have you been watching? Okay, great. Box office rundown. <clears throat> yeah, there's nothing in the box office rundown. We're still, yeah, no, we're still done. Regal is uh, planning to open up again uh, July 10th, yes. I think. Yep. That's right. So that'll be fun to start seeing regular movies again. That means our, our uh, now that's what I call Cinco's uh, volumes are going to be limited. Well, we'll see. Uh, so Tenant is scheduled to come out, but uh, that is the big first blockbuster coming out that has actually been delayed what even though they were forcing everybody's hand yeah i thought they had an yeah. ultimatum or something they were pretty much pretty much hard set on that date they came out with the new trailer saying yep we're still keeping our original release date and then they're delayed it two weeks so we are not seeing it july 17th was it i can't remember yeah it was july 17th oh. yeah so they're delaying it two weeks and instead they're releasing the scoop. No, they're not releasing scoop again. And I know you really want to see it and you should have chosen. Now that's why I call Cinco's animation, but you did it. <laughs> All right. You chose whatever you chose. So they are re-releasing inception for its 10th anniversary. Can you believe this shit? 10th anniversary. That's cool. Has it really been that long? Yeah. It's been 10 years. Holy Can you believe that shit? I, no, I can't believe. I am too. I don't, like, yeah, it was in 2010. Damn. That's so the the uh, for for me the only movie I saw this week that was not the movie for uh, was Artemis Fowl on the Disney Plus. Of course you would. You would watch that, David. I, I that's the most David ass thing you could watch. Jesus. It was, I actually didn't think it was very good. Can you explain to me why? Okay, never mind. I was typing in Artemis Fowl to just to because I remember seeing it on Disney Plus and Google. I thought maybe my brain saw what it wanted to see. It auto-completed to Artemis Fowl boobs. What? <laughs> Wait, what? And I, I, that's, I was just as confused as you guys. But I'm thinking it was maybe like a little, my brain saw what I wanted to see. Yeah. Because uh, I guess it's actually books. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> boobs. Nope. Wrong. Books. <laughs> books oh, that's not nearly as fun <laughs> yeah books yeah, aren't no, i you know it, it actually came out on it was supposed to have a the theatrical release and i think they were better off putting it on disney plus because it was shit uh yeah not great no did you watch it on your own i did not no i watched it with my girlfriend sure this imaginary girlfriend that you have sure you met you <laughs> both have met her it doesn't matter whatever we all know that you paid someone that you know looks way better than you can actually get to be your girlfriend just in <laughs> we know david all right come on come clean how much um because she's, she's too perfect for me to be able to to pay for irene hi you listen to us, right? Hi, Irene. No, she does. <laughs> Irene, hi. It's me, Ben. So, yeah. She is priceless. So yeah, Artemis Fowl, meh. I would probably give it a maybe a three out of ten if I had to give it a rating. Uh, so so how does it compare against that. Angry Birds two? Oh, dude, compared to Angry Birds two, dude, this would not even be a trailer for Angry Birds two. That's how bad it is. <laughs> like you can't even use this as a. I wouldn't even care if this entire this movie was like. Oh, let's use this as a stinger. No. Waste. This, 
doesn't even get to be that. All right. All right. Um, no box office this week. We're just going to go straight into our movie of the week this week, unless uh, Stu watched something else. Mm, Stu? No, just the... Okay. Uh, All right. I finally so, we'll, finished... Uh, well, never mind. Go, go ahead. No. You finally finished what? I, I want to hear it. I want to hear the story. Go ahead. I am yeah. interested. No, 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 it's nothing. No, I, no, what, what was it? Come on, Stu, don't make us beg. Okay, I finally finished... Uh, playing resident evil 3 on all difficulties there i said it wow we should have skipped that anyway (laughs) i tried to to, you didn't let me all right rating yeah i don't know uh a lot of people were upset with resident evil 3 because of the uh, amount uh i guess they charged full price and it was only like a five to eight hour game yeah but i mean like isn't it isn't there a lot of replayability for it yeah i liked it i enjoyed it um resident evil 2 remake was was better but uh resident evil 3 remake was still enjoyable for me wait let me ask you something so did you watch the playstation 5 reveal i did well i didn't watch the whole thing but i did see the resident evil 8 uh, oh so what did you think of that bait and switch because it really got me that what bait that, and uh, switch ooh, it was um well, when they showed the trailer for resident evil 8 like during oh, the live village break, and then it switched yeah. it out it was funny because I was watching the whole thing. I was like, "Is this? This looks like Resident Evil. This looks like Resident Evil." Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, "Yeah, it looks like Resident Evil." And there's that village. I'm like, "Ah." And then, and then oh, it's so it's, it is Resident Evil. Yeah, that, that was that was a good. I'm yeah. I'm actually pretty excited for it. It looks really good. Now I, I know a lot of people on the internet have kind of been upset with Chris. I don't know why though. Can I think can it's? You... I think it's a misdirect. I think. Uh, because it's almost like they're trying to, uh, they make the preview makes it look like Chris is a bad guy, has become mm-hmm. a bad guy or a villain. Oh, I, he's a uh, bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad man. But I think, <laughs> I think it's a misdirect. Also, one curious thing about it: mm-hmm. the at the end of the preview, uh, mm-hmm. Chris says a line, and the voice actor is almost certainly the voice actor of Carlos in the Resident Evil 3 remake, which is a little strange. So it's a little, there's a little, uh, there's some contention there right now. So Ooh, welcome to conspiracy and a half theater. Stinkos. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> so I don't know, but it does look, I'm pretty excited for it. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. I should play seven. Shit. Yeah, you should in VR. Oh man. You know what? We should, we should have for Cinco Game Time Vision Deluxe Ultra whatever. <laughs> Dude, you're the one who came up with the name. <laughs> Wait, you guys were the ones who wanted to make it so complicated. I did not. I didn't. Yeah, Cinco David. Boys, Game Time Vision Turbo and Knuckles. Uh, Turbo Sonic See? and Knuckles. I can't even say it. Wow, David, after you spent all that time creating it and brainstorming it and selling us <laughs> all those pitches and that stupid PowerPoint presentation we had to sit through. <laughs> God damn. All the Zoom game, game, game. It was just twenty time, slide decks of fucking vision. the word Cinco <laughs> in different fonts and different little right. transitions. It's called building anticipation <laughs> for three hours. Showmanship. <laughs> Black leather gloves. Black leather. Gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Procedural wide. But David, you should stream Resident Evil Seven. VR. VR. Oh, gosh. I'd, I'd Here, like to watch that. I'd actually like to be sitting in your apartment watching you play that. Yeah, I, I would also enjoy that. No. 
Oh, what's in my closet? Oh, it's a VR headset. Hey, David. No. No. <laughs> Join us this Thursday when we stream Resident Evil 7 featuring <laughs> David Chen. Hell no. Was there anything from the, the PS5 reveal you guys saw that was interesting? Other than that? NBA 2K21. Featuring Zion. I got to gripe everything. about that. All right, go ahead. Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, yeah, Zion, he seems like he could be a great player. Uh, he has yet to prove anything. Is but... it because you wanted Lonzo Ball to be on the cover? No. I actually don't really care who's on the cover other than this. Well, not so much that he's in it, but he's being featured so heavily, and he has yet to prove <laughs> anything. You said heavily. <laughs> okay, so if you okay, if you were to pit somebody, who would you pick? I don't know, fucking who uh, put Kawhi since I guess they won. So usually, isn't it like usually the previous year of whoever was like the big player who won or, you know, Gian- you know what I mean? Giannis won the MVP last year and he was on the cover of this year's. Yeah. So exactly. So Giannis won again. So are we going to put, are we going to put, wait, wait, James put, Harden also James won. Harden. He's never been on the cover. Yeah, you want James, James Harden. Harden on the cover? I mean, Better than Zion. I don't know, but I, I feel like they they've definitely like hyped the dude has big players and the stuff dude like has that. Not, I know he hasn't done anything. The yet. dude has not played a full season yet, and they're already giving him fucking two K cover. That's they ridiculous. gave LeBron a two K cover, and he hadn't done anything yet in that point. Yeah, but he was LeBron. Like he had at least. I'm talking about Zion has played what 30, 40 games, not even. Yeah, probably, probably 20, 20 something games, like, and he's getting a 2K cover. Let's get real, dude. So mm. that's, so I, mean, maybe, I don't like the hype around him. Well, maybe so the you're 2K saying if we, if, if the, okay, hold on, wait. If the Lakers had ended up with the number one pick mm-hmm. and Zion was on this team, would you feel differently? No. All right, fair. All right. Um, we'll go to go straight into our movie of the week this week. That is A Quiet Place. Um, so the rest of the episode, we're just going to be keeping as silent as possible. Yeah, we're going to do this all via sign language. Yeah. All right, guys. So let's just end the episode here and we'll just fill in <laughs> like 30 minutes and then uh, let's do the outro right here. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay. Thanks for tuning in <laughs> next time. We're going to be talking. No, no. Wait, we, as we long as there's have... a waterfall around us, it'll be okay. In a post apocalyptic world, if family needs to learn how to survive without being able to say anything to each other with words, so they have to use sign language. How will they survive in a quiet place? Your synopsis makes it sound like sign language is like the crux of this movie. Like, yes, it's all about it's all about sign language. language. <laughs> Helen Keller. Uh, <laughs> learns how to be able to speak without being able to see, hear, or speak. She learns the meaning of water. And then the turkey jumps through the fire ring at the end. And <laughs> which, Timmy's, Timmy's Mon- happy. which alien is best? Wrong. Black bear. Uh, Black bear. <laughs> False. Uh, aliens beats Battlestar Galactica. Michael! <laughs> Michael. All right. Um. So, uh, yeah. Stu, thoughts on this movie? Yeah, that was really good. That was a good insight. <laughs>
Uh, well, it's not a movie I've watched a lot. It's probably this is probably only maybe the second or third time I've seen it, but it's kind of recent enough that I knew, you know, kind of recall it well enough from the first time we all saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, opinion hasn't really changed. It's a it's a great it's a great movie. I really like, uh, and I'm sure it's probably be the same for a lot of us. Really like the use of silence in this movie. Um, mm. So much so, I don't know, I can't recall going to a movie theater to see a movie and having a, a portion of the movie be so silent that it was like, I mean, we were there, we were trying to eat popcorn, and you try to like eat one, try to crunch down on one piece of popcorn, and it's like a bomb going off from how quiet it was. <laughs> it's almost like they that? had some kind of strange, like technology that like sucked sound out of the room to make it even quieter. So that like almost like a sound, like a sensory deprivation chamber or something. So, um, but yeah, that was probably the, one of the most notable things about this movie. And of course, um, you know, John Krasinski can, man, can he, can he direct a movie? Um, and, and star in and star it. it. And uh, one thing I noticed in the credits, I don't know if I noticed this before, but Michael Bay actually produced it. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. There was like there's no explosions. So few explosions no in this movie. CGI. Well, there's some CGI, but no no major like car wrecks or chases. Like, man. Where's where's the uh, typical explosions? Yeah. Maybe that's in the second one when they show the like the pre the prequel scenes. <laughs> yeah, this is a good movie. Uh I gave it a uh, a 9 out of 10. Ooh, okay. What about you, Ben? I am like oh, you. This I'm isn't like to silence this guy. <laughs> what I do? What I do? Huh? What, what I do this time? Go ahead. Go ahead. I have a feeling that's how what? you usually started. What? What? No, 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 no. What? How, how do I start, David? No, let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I want you know how the hell do I start my reviews? Let's see it. It always starts with. <sighs> <laughs> well, now I'm going to do that every fucking time. All right. <laughs> It's my thing. I'm going to fucking own it. It's mine now. All right? Trademark. Copyright that shit. I will be right back. I'm going to the office, the, the <laughs> trademark office where I can fucking put my name down on this shit. All right? What was that? Are you rolling <laughs> up a, like, a, a disposable It's my Pez dispenser. All right? It's my Pez dispenser. <laughs> Sounded like a disposable camera. It's my disposable camera. It's Pez dispenser. Special edition. Go fuck yourself. Anyways, okay. like... <sighs> Anyways, I agree with Stu on this. This is well, this is only the second time I've seen this film, but I will say that um I did have a better time viewing this movie in theaters. It is definitely a different experience watching it at home, especially, you know, with all the different sounds going on, like, you know, there's a lawnmower going off, there's kids screaming around the area, you know, cars going by. It kind of detracts from the whole, uh, the whole quietness of it, you know. So, with that being said, it was a bit of a drag this time, you know, knowing that you know it's not going to really pick up until. Uh, well, I don't want to give anything away. So, uh, you know, going through all of the uh, the motions of the first part, I thought, man, this is going a little slower than I remember. But then it it does pick up again. And even though I know it was going to happen, it was still really, really tense. So I'll give it that. So even with all those distractions and everything, I still really enjoyed it. 
I wouldn't say that this is going to be one of those horror films that are going to, you know, that's in my top 10 or anything, but it's still very, very good and very well made. I will give it uh eight out of 10. Oh, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're wrong. You Dumbass. <laughs> simp ass David. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, how did simp get <laughs> It doesn't matter. After watching that bro science video, every, like literally every dude's a simp. It doesn't matter. Like everything. <laughs> He's like this. Uh, what was it? A cuck is a you know a final form simp, of a simp. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, so they're like he literally leaves it no openings. He's like, every guy's a simp. Doesn't matter. Yep. So, yep. um, uh, for me, very similar experience. I agree with you, Ben. Like, it definitely detracts from the atmosphere and not being able to watch this in a theater because I remember we all had a very similar experience where it just. I had a Slurpee at that point and I was just like, Oh man, dude, it like half of it went to waste. Cause I couldn't do the, the typical <laughs> like tapping thing to be able to get it down to the bottom or anything like that. I felt <laughs> bad if I was like, you know, make noise where you're, you hit that air pocket and all of a sudden it just like reverberates <laughs> throughout. It's like this cup becomes an amplifier. We're just like, <laughs> it makes this like really loud sound. I'm like, Oh God, I, I guess I'm just, I'm done eat I'm done drinking this until the movie's over. So yeah, uh, for me, this movie is a nine out of ten. Um, definitely love the atmosphere. I was really surprised. I didn't. I went into the movie the first time not knowing that John Krasinski had directed this. I know that that probably is like missing a lot, but actually, it helped me the second time watching it really appreciate a lot of the things that he was able to accomplish, even though he's in front of the camera and not behind the camera. And so, I didn't even know that Michael Bay had produced this. So that that actually you know, changes a couple things as well. It just kind of makes me appreciate some of the things and hopes that he, uh, you know, sticks to less, uh, I don't know, like relying on special effects as much. And I felt like this movie definitely left a really good cliffhanger. And uh, I'm excited to be able to see uh, so far what they have it scheduled for sometime September, this year. I believe September. So, I mean, if anybody's seen this movie, you guys already know what we're talking about. So, um, there's definitely this like feeling of almost just kind of like you're kind of expecting something horrible to happen and it just kind of just hangs with you the entire time. So um, just that sense was definitely I would have loved to be able to have us record this episode after watching it the first time because I thought that experience was just so great. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever you know gone to a movie like that and had that kind of experience where. It's not just me. Like it's like you can tell the people around you too. Like for once in the like universe, people were not gonna fucking make too much noise. Unlike every oh, no other phone movie. calls, no looking yeah. at cell phones, nothing. Everybody even, was just glued to it. Even the babies knew not to cry. So, <laughs> well, um, if that'll do it for this portion, we'll just uh, we'll talk really quick about the movie that we're gonna do for next week, and then we'll jump into the spoiler zone. Um, the movie for next week, we are starting a new part of the volume two. That's right. Volume two. That's what I call Cinco's sports edition. Oh man. I'm, I'm excited for this movie. I, I, the first time I watched it, you know, brought tears in my eyes. So David, go ahead and say it. Uh, we, it's air bud. Oh my God. We're watching air bud. I'm putting him on mute. <laughs> um next week's pick is my pick uh the replacements this is the uh Shane Falco. yeah 
Shane Falco. If you know anything about this movie, you'll uh, you'll understand why it's one of my favorites and definitely top ten at least uh, sports movies. Criminally underrated. Oh, for sure. Like I feel like this and this Rush Hour and like a James Bond movie was usually how I spent Thanksgiving at home with my parents. <laughs> it was like no, because it was always perpetually on TBS or TNT, one of the two. Uh, I see. Right. So they would put they would be. I think it was replacements sometime around lunch. And then there would be the James Bond marathon. I think it was on like spike TV. If everybody remembers that. And then at night when we went like uh, for like around dinner time, we would watch and then TBS would or TNT would have rush hour. And then we just watch that. That would be it. And then for Christmas, obviously is diehard. So for me, this, this was an annual tradition every year for me, instead of watching the really crappy like football game every year for Thanksgiving, because it's usually never very good. This was my football every year. Wow. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Volume two. That's right. So, uh, next week, the week after that, will be you know Ben or Stu's pick for another sports movie. I'm pretty sure me and Stu can probably already guess what Ben's gonna pick, but. I'll yeah. just leave it to. I'll just, we'll just leave. Really? It to, Can you really guess? Because there's like 27 movies in that whole cinematic universe. Go ahead, fucking yeah, get. Know. It. You're gonna pick something that has Air Bud in it. It could be. Go- I'm pretty sure you're gonna go with Golden Receiver. I am pretty sure. But because I've said that, I've eliminated. So now Ben's got to live with this agony of knowing that he's like, I really wanted to pick Golden Receiver, but there's 26 other films. But I really wanted to pick Golden Receiver. I want you to struggle with that for a week, at least. <laughs> at least. So but don't worry. We're, we're, we're all going to struggle when, we, when I pick it. We're all going to struggle that week. <laughs> we just be cursing Ben's name. There's, there's, no, there's no rules in the, in the, in the rule book. It says the dog can't play basketball. That's the wrong movie. Oh, there's also no rules football, in the book whatever. Says they can't play football. <laughs> And now featuring Airbud forty seven. There's no, there's no rule saying dog can't play cricket. Would you watch an Airbud that that was UFC Airbud? <laughs> he he destroys, he beats you to death with his his cuteness. Yeah, Airbud, Airbud, golden octagon. Oh no no, even better. It'll do like the thing where it shows the dog paws, like punching the guy in the face. Clearly, oh! pup- clearly puppeteered dog paws. <laughs> Dude, Airbud. Southpaw, come on! Oh. TM, 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 TM. Dude, Dana White's gonna come after you. Did you guys uh, see the thing about um, him and John Oliver? No. Are they, are they gonna fight? No, oh. no, they're not gonna fight. But he brought up the fact that uh, Dana White had set up Fight Island somewhere in like the Caribbean or, or, oh, no, yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, you guys missed out. Like, you missed out on so many good puns. You could have called it UFC, as in U F S E A, right? Uh, wow. you, the, the brawl of Bahala or whatever. Like, he just came up with a bunch of stuff, and then I guess Dana White trademarked UFC, and then said, "You're not going to get any royalties, but thanks for the idea." <laughs> <laughs> nice. So nice. Southpaw P A W is going to be yeah. stolen because Dana White is a big fan of our show no we just tm'd it let it be known june 16th 2020 7 58 p.m pacific uh daylight time if anything uh, we will we will sell you the rights to this movie this episode is proof that we uh uh you heard it here first yeah we coined it that's right 
All right, uh, let's jump straight into the spoiler zone. Very quietly. Make sure. I'm, I'm sign languaging to you that I'm in the spoiler zone. Where's Ben? David, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, you shut up. David, you're going to get us all killed. David, shut up. What? <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, we're in the spoiler zone now. Uh, for you guys, uh, I'll start, since I started with Stu, I'll start with you, Ben. Uh, most memorable moment. So the most memorable moment, the first time I watched it, was definitely the opening scene in which that, um, well, yeah, the kid gets killed. It it was like, uh, you know, throughout all the trailers and all the marketing leading up to it, it was definitely something they didn't really emphasize on. Like, what does this creature look like? Is it a creature? What's going on? You know, you don't really know. And you still never got a clear look at it. I, that's what I really like about it. I, I hate, hate when horror. you see the monster. Yeah, I mean, like if you give it away, then it's like, okay, well, I know what I'm dealing with. I mean, you, you guys ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers? Yes. Or Drag Me the Hell. You don't get to see. Oh, what another Justin Long like scary movie. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, Justin Long wasn't that. But uh, Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> I remember the first half of the movie was so fucking good. And this is like the most extreme example I can give of something that has gone south so fast because they reveal what the monster looks like. As soon as they reveal the fucking monster in Jeepers Creepers, all fear is just and suspense is just thrown out the window because holy fuck, as soon as they show that motherfucker, he does a fucking backflip over a car and then the car tries to back into him and he does a fucking front flip over it. It's just like, okay, now he's just fucking dancing. Great. You know? All right, like, yeah, you can. yeah, I know. Pretty much at that point. But they really kept up the suspense in this movie by not really showing what it is. You don't even know where it can come from or anything. All you know is sound will fucking kill you. And, you know, they really ramped up to that. They had this whole, like, five-minute sequence of them really emphasizing, don't make any fucking sound. Don't do it. Don't do it. And as soon as the kid does it, like, Emily Blunt knows, holy fuck, my kid's fuck. John Krasinski just darts towards him, you know, makes a mad dash for him, and bam. Gone. They- yeah, and the, the way they showed that, man, it was, it's heartbreaking, you know, it, was, it just fucking clawed the shit out of him, holy fuck, uh, uh, it was good, but, okay, but for this particular viewing, my favorite, there was a different favorite scene that I had, and, uh, well, <laughs> um, it was the scene at the very end of the movie when they finally killed one of them, right, they shot in the mm-hmm. head. Yeah, for some reason, after they shot in the head, was, all I could think of that was Scary Movie Three. <laughs> after they they kill the aliens, and uh, Anthony Mackie's like, "Guys, I found their weakness. They're useless without their heads." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, like even knowing about all the suspense, all the twists, all the turns, I was still at the edge of my seat. I still really like this movie. It's still very good. What about you? For you, Stu? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I think the like echoing Ben the when I saw it in theaters the opening scene where the kid gets it was was pretty that was pretty heavy but it was uh the second time around uh I was I paid more attention to cuz from the first time around I I ma- mainly remember John Krasinski dropping his bag and making a mad dash to try to do something it's like it's clearly he knows like what whatever he's going to do is not going to be enough but he's still trying um but then I, this time I focused more on Emily Blunt and what, what her reaction was. And that was even more devastating to see like 
she knows she like she can't do anything and she just has she just has to stand there and try to be quiet and she just collapses to her knees that was that was pretty heavy um so that was probably the second time around that was i know paid more attention to that and then the part surprisingly that i forgot was when uh the john krasinski and his son are returning and they find the all the lights are on red so they they're trying to get there to help out and then uh i have forgotten like the reveal like where he like he's uh the kids lighting the fireworks and then it cuts to john krasinski like whipping out the shotgun i was like fuck yeah fucking time to fuck some aliens up that was like he gets fucked yeah and then he gets slashed at the end yeah but then but then i have a beef with this movie is like okay he had the shotgun why didn't he bring the shotgun with him like to go save the like that's like i mean he had it before why didn't you take it but i guess i don't know that that was you could have survived john krasinski although if maybe he took the shotgun then maybe emily blunt would have died but who knows yeah, I thought it was incredibly creative that when he was loading the shotgun, like it was under a blanket. Yep, because those shits like, are noisy. Yeah, because that that like that immersion definitely was very big for me. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize. Like, I don't know why, but like for some reason, like me thinking about that was just kind of like, oh, that's that's a like that's really good continuity to be able to consider that, right? Because it'd be really easy for them to just kind of just shoot, like you know, cut to him already had the gun loaded. Yeah. Or if they right. even just showed him like, you know, the classic every time and like you see it in a movie or TV where someone Slowly, just, point, like, just points a gun and it makes a, a load like a cocking noise. Like if they had just showed him like doing the pumping the shotgun and like, OK, mm-hmm. that's not probably what would have been done. But like yeah, in Scary it, Movie 3 with the shovel. Yeah, with the shovel. <laughs> they cock the goes, shovel. It all goes back to Scary Movie 3. It always does. Yeah. But then, yeah, I, then so. I was like, I'm also going like, why don't you? Why do you only have one gun? But that's that's an argument for another time. <laughs> yeah. For for me, the only thing that I thought was kind of interesting is when the I found myself like kind of like because I knew that there was nobody else. That, like the, I wasn't in the theater. I was just like, like actually questioning things that was happening. I was like, why did she do that? Right. Like when the sister like hands the the youngest brother that toy or the uh the, the shuttle mm-hmm. and then doesn't make sure that he walks in front of her he just kind of goes oh here you go and then just kind of goes off mm-hmm. like i'm thinking i'm like you're the big sister you should be watching him like to make sure he leaves the store right you don't want to be like kind of assuming that he's just gonna follow you well, right? Why don't you stand? I, I i don't know that was for me that was just like i understand that that that's how you lead up to the point where Every, the rest of the story kind of leans on the fact that like the the, the kids gotta die, right? For the for the sister to feel remorse, and for the dad to kind of like kind of be acting out about it, and then she feels bad, extra bad about it. She blames herself, that kind of thing. But I'm like, I don't know when when I, you know, when me and my brother when I was when he was that young, like I made sure he always like walked in front of me, so I made sure I was always kind of like covering the back, I guess. I oh know. my god! Welcome to the wow, David's such a great person. Now, <laughs> thank you, thank Jesus. you so much. Right. David pats himself on the back. <laughs> David, give a medal, the honorary good brother medal. God damn it, David! Wait, hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Eric and see if this is true. <laughs> yeah, we got fact check this shit. We're fact checking. <laughs> 
I, I mean, no, like, guys, you don't have to do that. No. <laughs> We're live here with Eric Chen. Eric, what, what do you have to say about David being a great brother? Oh, yeah, that one time they locked me in the car for five hours. <laughs> what was that? Both of you guys got muted on accident? <laughs> hey, welcome. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> I think um, about the whole thing with the, you know, what you're describing with the daughter and even like the parents kind of like walking ahead and leaving the little guy behind. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe can kind of go to um, or show how there may have been like complacent. Like they may have gotten, they might have felt like Used comfortable to it. Oh, okay. in the, in, in, even though it's like, cause it's, it starts off saying it's like day 80 something mm-hmm. of something. So, you know, it's been only, only been like, you know, two, what, not even three months. So maybe they still have all their little precautions, but maybe they started to get complacent. And so that, you know, they each, the Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, the daughter, they kind of just walk out le- expecting the, the, the littlest one to like, just kind of be in tow. Um, but then yeah, he's always been that way. You cut to after that happens and it's like day 400 and something. And you can pretty much tell that they're no longer, there's no sign of them being complacent in anything they do. So yeah, uh, very, I, they pay a lot of attention to everything. Yeah, I, I do like that kind of explanation. It does kind of because, you know, when I was watching that, I did have that kind of itch in the back of my head. Like, wow, you know, they really have a lot of different securities and different like situations thought out. Like it, it seems almost unbelievable. But, you know, now that you said it that way, it does seem more plausible that because their their little boy got killed because of their carelessness, they would go to these extreme, like almost paranoid stretches of preparation just to do all these things, like having those light switches in place, putting those fireworks, you know, like they had all these different ways of, you know, accounting for all these situations where this, the monsters would come. So, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I did it good. You did it. You did it. All right, David, what's your insight? Huh? What do you have to offer to this conversation, (laughs) David? Thanks for joining us for another episode of Dose Snaps. Wait, Uh, actually, I did have one thing I did that I found really weird with this movie that I want to rip on. Who the fuck are printing these newspapers? What? They just found them on the the ground. Yeah, but I mean... It's It's sound. It's sound. Oh man, we're getting massacred out here. Hurry, print that paper saying it's set. <laughs> All right, now go deliver these noobs paper. But they're out there. No, you have to. It's your job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck is doing this? Who has time to do this shit? Yeah. Oh. For me, the uh, the biggest like memorable scene outside of that like first initial one is probably the scene where the uh, the dad and the son are coming back from fishing. And they, they uh, stumble upon the two cu- that couple, the old Ooh, couple. Yeah. That was a good scene. Oh my gosh, I I felt so tense the entire time. I was like, like in my mind, I'm like, the guy is so distraught that he just wants to die with his wife, knowing that she passed away. And I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, dude, it should be like, uh, it should be like The Walking Dead, where it's like, oh, another survivor, right? And he's like, nope. He's like, you know, at the end of my rope, don't care. I, you know, get out of here if you want to get out of here, but I'm dying today, right? <laughs> I'm going to make noise. I'm just like, wow. Okay. That, yeah. you know, for me, that was incredibly, uh, just kind of like startling to me. 
Yeah, I, I really do enjoy that scene just because it kind of puts you in the position of the of the sun, right? You know, you're kind of just walking around, you know, you're taking in everything. It's very scenic. However, you know, you like something happens, you don't really know what's going on. And you, you know, you as the audience, it, it's really cool that, you know, John Krasinski puts you in this position where you have to kind of piece everything that's going on. They don't spoon food you everything like, you know, John Krasinski saying something like, hey, you know, like, watch out, son, you know, th- this happened. No, it's like they visually just look out happy. over there. <laughs> there is oh, a man oh. standing in the way. Watch out, young man. Stop. Don't open that door. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a really cool scene and it really kind of highlighted John Trzynski's directing abilities and the ability to kind of make this story. So yeah. Is he directing right. the second one? I hope so. I would hope so. Yeah, I, I would so think too. he would. Yeah, I, I think so. Pretty but... excited about it. I mean, it has a uh, Killian Murphy in it. Man, hmm, it'll be good. I feel like this one's gonna be. It's not gonna have the same uh, feel to it as the first one because of how much dialogue you see in the just the previews. Yeah. Um, so, but that's well, not honestly. To say it won't I be actually good. have not watched any of it, so I don't. I haven't really paid attention to the trailer. You didn't so. see the trailer? Wow. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, David. Yeah, but I feel like it'll be a different um, movie style, a different style. Yeah, it's not going to be like the super tense, quiet. Yeah, you know, everyone shut the fuck up, be quiet. It'll probably have a little more like action, uh, human interactions, like type thriller, suspensefulness to it. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what something or what they're going to bring to the table. You know, in terms of what's new. All right, we'll find out oh. when it comes out. That's right, in, uh, in only three months. So, any other thoughts before we go ahead and we wrap this one up, guys? I'm really excited for Airbud next week. But which <laughs> one? You'll just have to tune in to find out. Stu, can you host next week? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. All right, welcome to the Stuart hosted episode where we talk about Airbud. <laughs> Why are, you, why, why are you leaning into this? <laughs> why, why wouldn't I? Why, why do you yeah, hate me? Is there a bud? Is that a, is that a, you want me to answer that? <laughs> no, okay. All right, well, thank you guys for uh, for another episode, uh, for joining us on this one. So that'll do it for us here on the Dos Navsinkos podcast. This is episode number 43. Um, as always, I have been your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Make sure to tune in uh, on your favorite social media platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Definitely don't forget to subscribe there. Definitely check us out on the Twitch uh, channel on Thursdays and possibly Sundays. You'll have to tune in to find out. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, so you can find out all the greatest news and updates from the Dos Navcinkos podcast. Don't forget to tip your Reiki masters. Uh, Stay safe out there, and we will check you guys on another time. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.